welcome back to another episode of the Inquisitive Mamba Podcast. This is episode 98. Hope everyone is having a great day, great night, wherever you are around the world. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Inquisitive Mamba Podcast. I don't know what we're doing without football, post-football, but on tonight's show, the Inquisitive Mamba Podcast, we have Tailgating with Rod. It's a pleasure to have him on the show. So it's a pleasure to have you on, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. What we're all doing is crying. We're waiting for august and september to come back in a hurry but we don't want to wish our lives away right yes sir so first of all before we you know get into the show i want you to tell the viewers and listeners you know kind of tell them you know who you are well i'm i'm tailgating with rod i've been a uh, season ticket holder kansas city chiefs for 27 years i uh, i've been tailgating my whole life uh on and off and about uh Two and a half years ago, my daughter talked me into uh, going on TikTok uh, to give out tailgating tips. So I said, well, what should I call myself? And I became tailgating with Rod. And then I said, well, what's TikTok? Um, and uh, that's how it all kind of started. I uh, put up a flagpole marking my spot and um, um, drew two and a half million viewers. And away we went. Been having a lot of fun with it. and. Hopefully, we've helped a lot of people with uh, food recipes, tailgating tips, and just downright fun and being able to laugh a little. Yes, sir. So when you first started TikTok and social media, did you ever think that it would get to this presence or this you know big? Because you have over 65,000 followers on TikTok. You're almost at 14,000 on Instagram. Hello? Did you ever have that in mind? Or were you just like, yes, sir, can you hear me? Yeah, kind of broke up a little bit. You froze for a minute understandable so what i was basically saying was is do you think when you first started did you ever have this in mind or just were just was it for fun or like thinking because i mean you have a lot of followers now it it would it was all just for fun i mean i had no idea what it could become um you know i'm certainly not the biggest i'm not the smallest but you know i think i have a um good loyal following i get a lot of great comments you get some bad ones but uh um, I had no idea uh, that it would be, be like this. That's for uh, sure. It's so funny. Actually, a friend of mine who follows you on Instagram, that's how I found your page. And then I went to look on TikTok and I said, oh my goodness, he's really big and he has a really you know big audience and his videos are really engaging. So I got to get him on the podcast and here we are. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad you reached out to me. It's, uh, you know, it's, um, it's a new world we live in today. And I got to tell you, I mean, you know, for me, tailgating's all about family and friends, and so it's it's just something I do all the time, and and uh, I love to have fun, and you know, it's uh, hopefully I'm bringing some some good tips to some folks and some few laughs. So yeah, yes, sir. So I just recently saw your most recent video on Instagram, and you did the PB and J burger. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So. Where did that idea come from? Because I know you said that a lot of people have been trying this and it's pretty popular right now. So where did that idea come from? Well, I mean, first of all, I had the idea. I did a, a spot because I had this crazy idea. I like PB fit. I do. And yeah. um, one day I was thinking, you know, it'd be kind of fun if instead of putting water in, I would mix in whiskey uh, or vodka into the PB fit. And so I did that, and I had loaded peanut butter sandwiches. And then, you know, I've seen a lot of stuff about the the peanut butter burger. I was out in Arizona, and 
I was big on the menus and all that. And I thought, you know, instead of putting peanut butter on it, I wanted to try a little healthier version of it. So I just infused the PB fit into it. And um, I'll be darn it. It worked great. I mean, it was um, great peanut butter taste. Had it on a jelly bun. And, um, you know, I, I saved myself a few calories. So maybe I could have a cold frosty one. Uh, to go along with it and not feel bad. <laughs> so it's safe to say you'll be making that one again? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got to try that out. Is it an easy recipe? Because from what you showed on uh, social media, it looks pretty. It didn't look too complex. Oh, yeah. It, it's basically simple. It's basically pound of ground beef, a third of a cup of PB fit, an egg, smoosh it all together, and away you go. Put them into patties, grill it. You toast your bun, put some jelly on it. I, I would recommend, though, too, if you want to add a little to yours, put a slice of bacon on it. Yes, sir. So, you know, that, that, that'll that add a little zest to it, too. So, but yeah, it, it's good. It's delicious. Has this recipe been around for a long time? No, I made it up. Oh, my goodness. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, oh there's gosh. burgers out there that you put peanut butter on, but nobody yeah. thinks of doing stuff like that. And, you know, that's. That's part of the fun of this whole gig is is uh, got a pretty creative family and uh, I'm kind of creative myself and we just sit around sometimes and think of stuff and um, it, it's it makes it fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I mean I've seen on your Instagram and your social media all the cool tailgating places you've gone to. I saw you were at AT and T Stadium when Mizzou played Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. So that looked like a lot of fun. So now you got to been... calling me, sir. You're going to make me feel older than I already am. <laughs> I'm already the grandpa of TikTok. Just call me Rod. Uh, all right, Rod. Rod, it is. Well, Rod, <laughs> where has been your most favorite place that you've tailgated throughout your tailgating journey? Well, Arrowhead. I'm in love with Arrowhead. That's to me, that's heaven. But yeah. you know, th this last year, my daughter graduated from college a year ago in May, and I suddenly realized one day in April that I wasn't going to be going to her college, Mizzou, to tailgate anymore. Now. So I got a little teary-eyed, and I sat on the back of my truck and said, hey, if you need anybody to come tailgate with you, I'd be happy to come. I don't have anywhere to go anymore. And um, <laughs> I ended up at Arkansas, Notre Dame, LSU, um, you know, so, some great spots. I had to cancel on Georgia because I had a, a personal thing, but Went to Mizzou, went to Lambeau Field. I went to, um, um, obviously, the Cotton Bowl, which that was a big surprise because nobody ever thought Mizzou would get there, but they did, and I couldn't miss that one. So, yeah, it was uh, pretty much from September 1st to February 12th, my wife and I were tailgating somewhere. Wow. So you're a busy man. Yeah, football, yeah, football season. So what? So what do you do, do you, in your free time when there's no football season? There's no tailgating. You just still cooking food on social media. <laughs> I pool gate. I love baseball. I mean, I tailgate all year. You know, okay. I love to play golf. I'm terrible at it, but you know, <laughs> tailgaters and golfers are almost the same because you know you like to have fun. You're outdoors. You can drink. You can eat. Uh, you can play music now on the golf carts. I mean. Um, so I, I keep myself busy, but I'm going to um, I'm going to go down to Ballpark Village here in St. Louis uh, on April 6th. It's the opener of the uh, Battle Hawks 
uh, football uh, season, which is, I guess, the USFL or whatever it is. But yeah. uh, I'm going to tailgate at that. I'm going down. Uh, I'm actually leaving Thursday night to go down to the Houston Rodeo. I got invited down to the world's uh, largest barbecue cook-off. So oh, that, wow. that'll be fun. That'll be awesome. Yeah. So a, a little bit aside from the tailgating side about football, the Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. I know you're a diehard KC fan. Yeah. So when you were watching the postseason or just the, let's just say, go, let's go back to the beginning of the postseason because the narrative around the Kansas City Chiefs this entire season up until the postseason was their receivers can't catch the ball. They don't have any true receivers. What are the Chiefs going to do? Was there a doubt? Was there any doubt in your mind that Kansas City was going to go all the way or like picturing it in your mind? Because anytime you have Mahomes, you have a chance. Yeah. I mean, I'd be silly if I didn't say I was frustrated and, and kind of doubted them. I mean, we've been spoiled. I mean, yeah. and, um, you know, you just got to know. The one thing I felt, though, is it's the best defense we've ever had. So I felt like we had a chance. And if you notice some of the games, uh, we stopped throwing the ball to everybody. We started throwing it to the guys that could catch. We focused in on Kelsey. He got healthy at the end. Uh, Pacheco was great. Um, you know, and, and Rice was unbelievable. And then uh, MBS made some key catches. But uh, we kind of simplified our offense. Um, but, uh, you know, it was a tough road. I mean, to win in Buffalo, great fans there, great team. Um, that was probably our toughest game. I felt like the Ravens, we've always had a little bit of an edge over them. They didn't really scare me. Um, and, um, so, so once we got past, I went to the game against Miami, 30 below zero, coldest game I've ever been to in my life. But I, I felt once we got past Buffalo, we had a shot. Yeah. So. No, I, I strongly believe that as well. I was like, if they go to Buffalo and they win this game, I, I'm very confident that they'll beat the Ravens. I just I, I just wasn't – it's just one of those things where you can't bet against Mahomes. It was just like with the Patriots all those years, like you said, you know, the Chiefs fans have been spoiled. And now you start to see what's going on with the Chiefs. It just feels like it's the Patriots all over again. Am I, am I missing something or is that accurate? No, it's funny because the first time we went to an AFC championship, I mean, we couldn't win a playoff game. I mean, I've no. been doing this for 27 years, you know. Wow. I mean, we couldn't win a game. I mean, we found every way we'd be the favorites and we'd lose. Uh, but, you know, when we lost that game against New England, when we were offsides by an inch or whatever, you yeah. know, it was it was tough. And we were kind of the darlings. But now we've been winning so much that we are the Patriots. I mean, yeah. and um, people hate us. <laughs> oh, no, they do now. They, it's so funny because <laughs> – it, I, I saw a clip a few days ago and when the chiefs going back to that Patriots was it 20, it was 2019, right? Yeah. Was it 20, 20. Yeah. So it was that 19, AFC champ yeah. 2019 was that 20, AFC championship game against the Patriots when the Patriots had that walk-off touchdown in overtime. And after that game, Mahomes or Brady went up to Mahomes and said, this is your league. I'm passing the torch to you. So, and from that, from that point on, really, I mean, minus the chiefs and the Bucks Super Bowl, the chiefs have been dominant and you can't you can never count them out and so my next question for you is, is do you think the kansas city chiefs can repeat i do i really do i think we've got to sign uh jones yes. um and we've got to figure out a way with sneed although it sounds like from what i'm hearing sneed's going to the eagles 
I mean, if we can keep the team together, uh, some of those key pieces, yes. uh, I think we'll be good. I think our offensive line will be better, and we need to pick up uh, we need to pick up a quality receiver. But uh, you know, they're talking about the guy from Cincinnati coming over, but I don't know. I mean, yeah. you know. I mean, It'll definitely be interesting to see what the Chiefs will do this offseason. You just won the Super Bowl. You still have Mahomes. You still have Kelsey. Andy Reid's not going anywhere. It doesn't seem like the band is breaking Spags up. is back, our Spags defensive coordinator. So, as, yeah, as I mean, well. you know, it's – um, I mean, it's all just kind of a bonus. I mean, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm living in a blessed life right now. I mean, you know, unfortunately, I was at the parade. Yeah. Uh, I was literally about 300 uh, yards from where the shooting took place. I, I, I don't understand people. I, I don't understand what's going on in the world today. Um, and it, yeah. it, it's so sad um, that that has to, you know, you can't even take your family and kids to a parade to celebrate your son or daughter's favorite teams without being a little bit scared. We, yeah. we just, it, the, the world's a bad place right now when it comes to that. It's sad. I agree with you, and I'm I'm kind of glad you brought that up because that was something I was going to bring up about the Chiefs Super Bowl parade. So, you know, take not to take any light away from the tragic events that did happen, but going to the parade, you know, minus that. When so when did that all occur? Because I didn't really get a chance to grasp all of that because I saw the Chiefs did their song, they did the like the parade. So did it occur afterwards? Yeah, it 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 was afterwards. It was after that was just ending. The players were okay. still kind of mingling in the back. Uh, to be honest with you, I had started. I was staying at a hotel right there. I was staying at the hotel that got shut down, where all the news reporters were and all that, because we had a shooter in our building. Um, but uh, wow. I I was not at the. I'd been there, but I had left. Um, mm. But I started the morning at uh, seven thirty up at um uh local bar in kansas city um buying people beers and stuff because i promised to do that that was the one you you kind of saw that he's me on that one yeah yeah Um, i bought 115 beers and 35 quirks and two and a hours and 15 minutes but met a lot of great people it was it was fun it was glorious day beautiful (laughs) weather i mean they're literally i've never seen so many policemen in my life um, they had everything blocked off. If you went down the wrong way, there were policemen there and everything else. The, the city couldn't have done anything else. And that, that's where I feel a little bad too, because yeah. there's nothing they could have done. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, I guess there's always idiots, but it's, it's a shame. And um, unfortunately um, it was a real tragedy. It's terrible rather that had to happen because it takes away from the, you know, the parade, the celebration, like you said, you know, families and kids, you know, wanting to go see their favorite team play. And, you know, it's, it's, it's terrible because that, you know, the, the parade was supposed to be the parade that wasn't supposed to happen. And it, it, you know, it's just, it's, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I mean, I heard they had issues in Denver when the Nuggets won a little bit. I heard Texas when the Rangers had a little bit, but, but nothing like this and nothing where it was recorded so much. And, um, you know, it's just, I mean, it, yeah. it's, it's senseless. I mean, I just don't understand. We all need to adopt the tailgaters mentality of, you know, just live life, have fun, treat people the way they're supposed to be treated. Uh, right. 
whether you're a Bengal, a Bill, or whatever you are, <laughs> I'm you're welcome at my tailgate anytime. I mean, uh, you know, let's just life's too short. Life's too short. Preach it. So. No, no, you're absolutely right, Rod. That's that's the best way to put it. Life's short. You know, yeah. live life, have fun. Yeah, because you're you know you're not promised tomorrow. Just keep enjoying yourself. You know you're doing what you love. Yeah, the Chiefs are at an all time high right now for you, but you're getting to you know do your tailgating thing, and that's what makes you. I happy. did it when we won two games, so you know right. you get everybody saying that I'm a bandwagon. Oh, jeez, I laugh. I get <laughs> it's so you funny you say that. I, I, mean, I get that get, from yeah. my friends, and they give me that. I wear like the I'm a I'm a Swifty Taylor Swift fan. I've always loved Taylor Swift, so now that she's dating Travis Kelsey, I will root for the chiefs just because of her and a lot of the, the podcast audience the swifties on tiktok have shown a lot of love and support to the podcast so yeah i'm gonna support the chiefs and i love oh Mahomes. my gosh i mean she's she's been the greatest thing first of all she's the best <laughs> travis kelsey i think they make a great couple i mean i think they're perfect for each other because i think they're both a little quirky and goofy um yeah. you know obviously she's brilliant you know um and an unbelievable performer, but you know, it took a while for it all kind of to sink in because, you know, my seats are in the end zone. I have seven seats because I, and you know, we, we look down cause I like to see the plays develop. Well, around me are what I'll call the stub hub ticket master type, you know, so those seats sometimes change, but I got my local group around me. Well, it was, I think it was the Bronco game. It was a Thursday night had two young ladies sitting next to me and um, they had binoculars, but they're not watching the game. And, uh, and they're looking over to the left and all that. And I finally turned to him. I said, ladies, I said, what are you looking at? The game's down here. I said, <laughs> Oh, Taylor Swift. We're looking at Taylor Swift over in the box. I go, you mean you bought your tickets to come in here to watch Taylor Swift in the box? Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, and that's what I knew. I'm like, Oh, we're in a different world today. <laughs> yes. Yep. No, you're you're absolutely right. I'm, that, I'm actually glad we kind of brought that up because I feel like Taylor Swift now is a part of the NFL culture because, you know, you see men and women are coming together, but women and young girls want to watch football, just like what you said, because of Taylor Swift. There's so many Swifties out there and they are so in love with Taylor Swift and she's dating the best tight end in football, one of the most marketable, marketable people in the NFL. I think it's like you said, it's perfect. Yeah. Well, the first game she came to, I, I thought this is kind of funny because, you know, when I post my videos, always hashtag like football, hashtag the Chiefs, yeah. you know, and all that. And I, I remember this because um, um, I posted on a Sunday and I hashtagged the Chiefs and they were like at 1.6 billion. And yes. so when I started, they, they were down below a billion, you know? Yes. Then the whole Taylor Swift thing hit on that Sunday, okay? And then I posted another video on a Tuesday and I went and I hit hashtag chiefs and it was 6.4 billion. Wow. It had gone up almost 5 billion uh, just because of her and people now hashtagging the chiefs football did the same thing. Football went up over 10 billion. And I mean, yep. it's, it, it's, it's unbelievable. And then the amount of money that she brought in, uh, you know, to the NFL, it, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I saw something the other day that people in Melbourne at her concert yes. were wearing Travis Kelsey jerseys. I saw that. <laughs> I mean, 
you know, it, it's it's crazy. But, you know, I, I hope they make it. I mean, uh, I think, uh, you know, I've heard that she likes to party, uh, but you know, <laughs> can have a drink or two. And yeah. we've seen her do that. And I think, God, she probably doesn't get to be herself very often. So maybe yes, that's her, kind of a release. And, you know, yeah. God bless her because, you know, Michael Jackson, Elvis Presley, uh, you know, I mean, she's in that stratosphere. She can't go do anything. So no, but, you're absolutely right. And the, the you know the next thing I'll mention too is when she was at the at the Chiefs Super Bowl after party, and she was just kind of letting loose, like you were just saying, and she was having a great time. Her and Travis were just you know dancing the night away. They were singing "You Belong with Me," some of her songs, and her security was around them. But they just felt like they could have a good time and just be like normal human beings, and nobody was judging them. They were just living life, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's um. It's been great. I mean, uh, like I yeah. say, I mean, I hope that uh, I hope I hope they make it. I hope they make yeah. it. Yeah, the last and thing not have because to ask I you. want to see her at more Chiefs game. I just think right. they kind of do make the perfect couple. They really do. I, no, yeah. I, I think you're. I think you're 100 percent correct. The last thing I'll ask you: Are you a Swifty? You know, funny oh, story. You for a second. You hear me now? Can you hear me now? Uh, yes, funny story. Sorry, I called you um, sir again. <laughs> Rod, Rod, okay. Rod, are you a Swifty? I went, to, um, I went to Taylor Swift at Arrowhead four or five years ago, okay, with my kids and everybody. It was unbelievable concert and all that, you know. And um, then this year she was at Arrowhead again. So back in December, I had the rights to buy tickets. And I could buy eight because of my status. And um, so I texted my kids on, Hey, you want to go to Taylor Swift in July? And well, my kids were moving all about and they're like, dad, I don't know. So we didn't do it. Okay. And then everybody has said to me since my kids too, why didn't you just go ahead and buy the tickets? And I'm like, <laughs> because you guys didn't want to go. What am I going to, you know, but uh, yeah. So nothing else. Those tickets were worth a fortune, but um, I like, I mean, I don't know her songs per se. I like following her story. I like, watching you know how generous she is with people and all that um but um you know i guess i'm a half swifty so the so for the swifties they they do the heart thing so you got to throw up the heart if you're a swifty oh, there, you there go. we go yeah. <laughs> they'll love yeah. that one that's oh, yeah. there, there it is that's perfect yeah, yeah. that's perfect yeah. so just <laughs> back to football briefly here before we you know wrap up here i wanted to ask you where do you think patrick mahomes ranks all time on the quarterback list well he's got a little bit of work to do i mean you know i mean as far as super bowl wins and stuff brady you'd have to say is is the greatest because of his super bowl wins i will say though that patrick mahomes is probably the most gifted best quarterback I've ever seen. I mean, his knowledge of the plays, his ability to improvise, uh, he can scramble if he needs to, which Peyton Manning could not, you know, Drew Brees was too short. Um, you know, and, and he has, he has that Joe Montana and that Tom Brady edge about him. You know, it's kind of like Michael Jordan or, Larry Bird, Tiger Woods, Gretzky, they all have that sixth sense, you know? And Patrick has that sixth sense. 
You know, um, if he continues to do what he's doing now, I think he'll go down as the greatest of all time. I think he is the most gifted, complete quarterback there ever was. I think you're spot on, Rod. Now, call me crazy, but I have said this on the podcast before. I said this right after the Super Bowl on our Super Bowl episode. I think Patrick Mahomes is the third greatest quarterback of all time. Now, some people may think I'm crazy, but you got Tom Brady at one. We all know what Tom Brady did in his accomplished career. Joe Montana at two. Patrick Mahomes at three. Patrick Mahomes is 15 and three in the postseason. He already has his men. He already has more wins than Peyton Manning. He has three Super Bowls, three Super Bowl MVPs at the age of 28. Yeah, I, I, and his postseason numbers already speak for themselves. I, I think if he were to retire today, uh, he's obviously a first ballot Hall of Famer. But I think you got to put him at three because what he's been able to do in the postseason in such a short amount of time, he's played six seasons. He's been he's been in the NFL for seven seasons, six seasons as a starter. He, he sat that one season behind Alex Smith, you know, when he got drafted from Texas Tech. So you sit there and you think, well, Mahomes is right there because last year we had the conversation. He's entering the top five conversation. I don't think it's far-fetched to put him at three. People can call me crazy because of what Peyton Manning did, his accomplished career all the way throughout, the numbers, the accolades. He's got two Super Bowls. But Patrick Mahomes is the third-best quarterback, in my opinion. And if he, if he, if the Chiefs repeat next year and he gets four, he's tied with Joe Montana. You can put which one you want, 1A one and 1B one yeah. for me. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah. So, you know? I mean, you know, you're you're looking at different eras and stuff right now. I mean, uh, you know, I'm. I mean, we're having fun. I'm. Yeah. I'm loving life. I love doing my plunges. I um, love it when people are worried about my blood pressure, uh, my <laughs> liver, all that good kind of stuff. And uh, I just kind of laugh. I tell my kids all the time. I said, you know, my face is fat and round. It's always been fat. <laughs> I go, but you know, why are so people so worried about my blood pressure? If I fall over dead, does it really matter? Then they won't have to watch my stupid videos anymore, you know? So, but it just cracks me up that that's one of the most uh, talked about comments. And uh, I've always had a red face. That's so funny. I like how you switched that up there. What's your favorite, what's your favorite chief's memory? Lifelong memory. Well, my favorite chief's memory is the 13, the Buffalo Bills game. Mm. Um, I mean that to me was it's the greatest game I've ever been to, um, no doubt. Uh, after that, it was when Derek Thomas in the '90s had six sacks in a game. That was uh, unbelievable. Um, um, those those are my two best memories, so to speak. I wasn't I wasn't even born for the first one. The second one, I remember the divisional game that was insane. That. I really think that shaped a part of the NFL for the years to come. And we just saw in the Super yeah. Bowl, the overtime rules. And then we rules. turned around and spit the bit and lost to the friggin' Bengals when we were up 21 to three. I mean, I know, I, you know, I mean, talk about wasting. It's like hitting a good drive and shanking it in the woods, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one there. That's a good one. So a little bit about food, just going back to it. What's your favorite food spot in Kansas City? Because I know, or I know you're in St. Louis, but what's your favorite food spot in the area that you live in or Kansas City? Because I know well, they're known for their barbecue, right? My my favorite barbecue spot in Kansas City is Q39. Okay. Okay. That's my favorite barbecue spot. My favorite pizza is Minsky's. Okay. Uh, my favorite sub sandwiches are in Grandview 
Kansas City. It's called the uh, Italian Sausage Company. It's a little family-owned business. They make unbelievable sandwiches and sausages. Um, and then my favorite hangout place, because we stay in Independence, Missouri, um, is Johnny's Tavern on Highway 7 in um, Blue Springs. So Okay. Yeah. And um, so th- those are kind of my my spots. And Casey's known for their barbecue, aren't they? Oh, yeah. That's I mean, what I thought. 239, you got Jack Stack is a beauty. There's another one called Slab that nobody knows about that's in North Kansas City. Um, yeah, it's 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 the real deal in Kansas City. Then you got Arthur Bryant's and Gates, which are kind of the older school, excuse me, ones. But, yeah. Two more, two more Chiefs questions, and then we'll get into the five questions, and then we'll wrap up. Do you sure. think Trav? Do you think Travis Kelsey is the best tight end of all time? Yes. Fair. I think. I, I, hey, the case is open. In my opinion, if he wins a four, I, I think Kellen Winslow is number two. Really, you're not a Gronk guy. Mm, no. No. Is no. Andy Reid the best coach of all time? No, oh, man. I'm going to say he's close. Who's number one? Vince Lombardi. Not a Belichick guy? Nope. (laughs) I can tell. I can tell. Five questions to end the show. Where is somewhere you would like to travel that you haven't been to? Somewhere I'd like. I would love to go to a Buffalo Bills game. Uh, Bills Mafia. I'd love to tailgate with the Mafia. That's a good one. Second one, where is somewhere that you haven't been worldwide that you would like to travel to? Just for fun? Yes. Ireland. Mm, Interesting. Or Australia. That's a good one. Australia. Taylor Swift's in Australia right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not one to go there with her. I I don't want to go to Australia. uh, What's your biggest pet peeve? Um... People's inability to make a decision. And that's a good one. What's your favorite fast food place? <laughs> in and out. <laughs> now they don't have any in and outs in Midwest. No, it's only West Coast, and then they have some in Texas. Yep. What's your favorite part of Southwest Florida? My favorite part of Southwest Florida are the beaches on the Gulf Coast. They are phenomenal. And I, can... I love Sand Key. I love uh, Sanibel, Fort Myers, Marco Island. I love them all. I, um, yeah, it's so, the beach. Yeah, no, that's I guess what, what I really what should say, here. though, is my daughter lives down there. <laughs> <laughs> but you said the beaches, though. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. That's a good one. Hey, everyone comes down here for the weather and the beaches. So you're, you're, in, yeah. the, you're, in, a, you're in the ballpark there. Yeah. I've had a lot of good food there, too. Boy, let me tell you. What's yeah. your favorite food spot in this area? Um, well, I like um, um, Dixie, whatever it is, down on the thing. But yeah. I, I actually kind of like just hanging out at the Yucatan. Um, you know, I, I think that's a that's a good one. Um, so those are probably two of my favorites. I'm kind of a hangout guy. I'm not a fancy diner kind of guy i've done it before my whole life but um i I like to bargate as they say fort myers beach that's the the dixie co and the yucatan right 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, the, those those restaurants over there are pretty good. They got a bunch of good seafood. Have you been to yeah. Doc Ford's? Oh yeah, yeah, yep. I like Doc oh. Ford's. I have a friend um, of mine. He's obsessed with that place. He loves yeah. the Yucatan shrimp. The Yucatan shrimp. There's so there's so many good places down there. Up in Sand Key, I love the Bait House. It's a little bitty place nobody knows about on the marina, and uh, Backwaters uh, is one of my favorites right at Sand Key. So. Absolutely. Well, Rod, it was a pleasure to have you on the Inquisitive Mamba podcast. Make sure you plug your social before we wrap up. Yeah, I mean, I am uh, tailgating with Rod on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, come check me out. I need followers. But I have a question for you now. Yes, go ahead, Rod. Have you ever been to Stan's Sunday Fun Day? Where's that? In Goddard, Florida, just no. off Marco. No, where's that? Oh my God! They got a that it's called stands. It's okay. Sunday Fun Day. You got to go on Sunday. They have okay. a the little bar is next to it, which is a great restaurant. But it is the f- most fun day you'll ever. All picnic tables. It's it's a hoop. Ask ask some of the people around there if I've ever been to stands Sunday Fun Day. Stands Sunday Fun Day. Okay, when are you making your next trip to Southwest Florida? Anytime soon or no? I, I don't really know because, to be honest, with you, I'm going to Houston, and then uh, right. I'm going to be – I'm in the pet industry. I make dog treats for a living. So oh, I'll wow. be in Orlando at the end of March. Um, okay. But probably be around May, maybe. Okay. Well, if you come to Southwest Florida, we have each other's number now. We can connect. We have to collab and get together in person. Oh, most definitely. I really appreciate it, Joe. Great meeting you. Thanks for reaching out to me. This has been a blast. and. Uh, I wish you much success. Thank you so much. Well, it was a pleasure as always, guys. The Inquisitive Mamba podcast is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. You know where to find us. Thanks again, as always, guys. We'll see you next time. And make sure to give Tailgating with Rod a follow on Instagram and TikTok. You won't be disappointed. He drops some pretty bomb-ass food videos. And if you want to try out that PB&J burger, you know where to find it. And always remember, tailgate on. <laughs> Thank you again.